Jumbo Ekabo. Welcome to the Rich Immigrant Podcast. This podcast was created to be what the next immigrant needs to thrive and what we need as an immigrant community. In this podcast, we talk about attaining financial independence, living full lives in the new countries we call home, and we'll do all that while talking about topics that pertain to the immigrant community all over the world. We'll do that with grace, with truth, with love, and yes, with great background music. So please, dance into every podcast episode with me. I'm Dio Lateru, and I'm your host. Welcome. I'm so excited to, to come back and excited about this episode, but um, let me start by warning you a little bit, okay? And so in this episode, I'm going to come for you a little bit, right? I'm gonna, you know, I think, I think you might be slightly triggered by this episode. And when I say triggered, what exactly do I mean? Well, I hope that you're triggered to reassess your mindset and that you're moved to take action to shift your money mindset based on what we talk about today. But first, let's step back, right? And just, you know, let's just, let me just kind of show some examples of what I'm talking about when I say money mindset. And then as I go through them, let me know if it's something that you've thought about yourself, you've said yourself, or you know somebody that has made these statements, okay? So the first one is, I'll never get out of debt at this rate. I'll never be able to afford that. I'll never make as much money as Tina or Goki or anybody else. Immigrants are always living from paycheck to paycheck. We always start from scratch. We're always behind. The rich are just greedy and selfish and looking out for themselves and they keep getting richer while the poor get poorer. I'm not smart enough for this. I'm not smart enough for all this money stuff. It's all over my head. I can't do it. I'm not like you or anybody else. This stuff just doesn't make sense to me. Have you said anything like that? Have you thought about it even if you never said it? Well, let me first define what a money mindset is. And so the money mindset is the beliefs, the feelings, the attitudes, that you subconsciously develop towards money. It has nothing to do with how much you have or how much you make, but it has everything to do with what you do with it. You see, the same way you think about a dollar is the same way you'll think about a hundred dollars or even a million dollars based on your money mindset. And so your money mindset is the foundation of, for your money habits. And so... In thinking about this, I've been thinking a lot about, well, how do we even develop money mindsets, right? Like, where does all of this come from? However we think, whether we think we're, we're rich and we're going to make billions of dollars or have rich full lives, or whether we think we're going to be in debt forever or that we can never make it because life is stacked against us. Where does all that come from? Where do we start to feel or think these things that we then hold to be true? Well, I did some digging and some introspection, honestly, because I had to think about myself before coming here to talk about it, right? And here's some things that, that came to mind as I, as I thought about this. Initially, our money mindsets are developed subconsciously and are largely informed by observing our parents or our guardians or the people that are in charge of us 
growing up in our childhood or in our young, during our, the, the formative ages of our lives. And so your family history is huge in developing a money mindset or establishing your first money mindset. Second, aside from your family, is just the environment you're, you're, or place you're born into. And so if you're born into a country like Nigeria, like I was, you know, that, that could inform your mindset about money. And not just where you're born, but also what you're exposed to. Because sometimes you can be born in one place and be exposed to beyond what your, what your environment tells you. Another thing that informs our money mindset is um, the time in which you're born. So being born in a time of war and strife and famine and, and poverty widespread versus being born in a time of boom and plenty, that could impact a money mindset. And then the last thing that I'll talk about is just, you know, your personal experiences, right? So this is maybe slightly beyond, you know, just the childhood and what you saw with your parents and, and, and how you grew up. It's also, well, you know, I lost everything five years ago. You get a job 10 years ago or something happened to you that, that really impacted you. And so these things can, you know, shape or influence your, your current money mindset. What's a, what's a money mindset supposed to look like? Like, what are the different options, right? Well, here's the thing. I think about it being on, on a scale. And, and, and the, the extreme left is a, is a scarcity or a lack or a negative or unhealthy mindset. And then the extreme right of the scale is, is, is an abundance or a wealthy or healthy money mindset, and of course, you can guess where you want to be versus, you know, you know, wherever you might be. So you may already have great money, a great money mindset today. And that's great. Um, but there's some of us that maybe our money mindsets have evolved over time and maybe life has happened or that we're just we don't know any better than to have a scarcity mindset. And so I want to talk about, you know, what that looks like and how we can start shifting our money mindset, because we can give you 10,000 money tips today. But if your mindset is not changed, you don't, you don't have that solid foundation, there's no point to it because you're always going to be coming at things from a negative, from a scarcity or from a lack perspective. And everything else is kind of futile. And we don't want to do that. We don't want to waste your time. We want to make sure that we are building a foundation here and you're setting up that foundation that you can build on and that your next, your children's children can build on. We want to go from generational poverty to generational wealth. But the key here is knowledge, and we're starting with that knowledge today. A mindset from a scarcity or lack standpoint believes that there will never be enough, and that as a result, your actions then and thoughts stem from a place of lack. It can be seen, for example, when you undertip the waiter at the restaurant because you want to keep your bill under a certain amount, even though you do have the ability to tip that amount. It can be seen when you choose to um, not invest in the stock market because you're afraid of losing any money at all. You want to hang on to every penny that you have because you believe that it will not be enough. A scarcity mindset cripples you from moving and it actually cripples you while you're trying to hold on to what you have. It cripples you from building and growing. Now let's talk about where we all want to get to, where I want to get to and where I hope you want to get to. And so that's, of course, an abundance mindset, a mindset that's wealthy and that, and, that, and that believes that there is more and there's room for more. And so an abundant money mindset is believing that 
Value creates wealth. An abundant mindset believes that your money works for you and not vice versa. It is knowing that someone else's success doesn't limit your own success and is not indicative of your own failure. An abundance mindset is looking for opportunities instead of only seeing roadblocks. It is seeing value in asking for help when you need it. An abundance mindset acknowledges that small steps do add up towards progress and it's okay to build one step at a time. If you're today, you're listening to me, you're thinking about the examples I've given and you're wondering, well, well, how can I get there? You know, money scares me. I hear you. Um, and in the next few, next few minutes here, I'm going to share some, some, some tips to help you switch from a scarcity mindset to an abundance mindset. And so let's work together to shift your mindset, okay? Okay. Before we start shifting anything, right? We can't shift anything without knowing where you stand today or how you got to where you are today. So I'm going to ask you a few questions, and I hope that after this episode, you actually sit down and and answer the questions either alone or with your spouse, with your family, or even with your girlfriends, right? Because you need to know where you are today. So these questions are going to kind of just, you know, stir up some thoughts on the money behaviors that you observed growing up, right? And so the first question is this. Did your parents discuss finances openly while you were growing up? And how did they discuss it? Did one parent jump from idea to idea, using up time and resources, burning through cash? Did the other parent respond to that parent by being stingy with money and holding on to every bit that they had? Were your parents or guardians generous with their time and resources, or did they try to hold on to every bit that they had? Were your guardians risk-averse or open to taking some risk? Was there enough growing up to eat, to feed, and shelter? Or did you grow up with a struggle where there was a lot of lack? If there was a struggle, did you feel it as a child? What Did you feel stressed about that as a child? How did your family talk about other people and their money? Did they make snide remarks about rich people or poor people? Did they pay their taxes or were they looking for ways to avoid doing the right thing when it comes to paying what they owe, whether to the government or to other people? Did you grow up in a booming or in a struggling economy? And how did that impact your family? Did you witness your family amass wealth and then lose it at some stage in your life? Think about some of these questions and, and, and I'm not trying to label you know anything as good or bad. We're just trying to identify patterns here that may have shaped the path for your money mindset that you have now developed um, depending on whatever stage in life that you're in today. And so now thinking about you know what you observed growing up or what your life was like growing up, I want you to now look inwards to where you are now. We're going to take the second step here, okay? Do any of your money patterns today mirror your childhood? Is there anything you do today that seems to be pretty much on par with what you observed growing up that we just you just wrote down in the exercise a minute or two ago? 
Again, identify them. We're not labeling good or bad, but just identifying them because the very first step here, I promise you, is awareness. And think about when you hang out with friends, do you pay the bill? Or do you split your part? Or do you avoid paying at all? How do you feel when you have to ask for money? Have you made money mistakes of your own? And what are those mistakes like? Again, I hope that you're writing these things down. And then I hope that, you know, after the episode, you can sit down and sit with your thoughts and kind of come up with a plan to move forward based on these tips that we're sharing today. And so let's talk about money mistakes next. Um, I promise you, 99.99% of us have made money mistakes. So we are not around here walking away like little financial saints. There's no saint here. I've made money mistakes. I, I have identified some patterns that are informed by how my parents thought about money. And my parents actually thought about money quite differently um, from each other. But I've identified things that informed how I've thought about money. And I've also identified things from my parents' patterns that I've worked hard to, to do differently you know, because I, I just believe in, in doing things differently in, in certain regards. But I've also picked up some great money habits from my parents. But back to the mistakes. I've made a lot of them. And so think through the money mistakes that you've made. Um, and some of us have actually paid for the financial mistakes of our loved ones, our parents, our siblings, all of those. And right now, I want you to to think about those mistakes, write them down if you like, and um, just think about them as part of just the financial initiation process. Um, at least it's one that, that you're, you're, you're having to make, and hopefully your, your children or the next generation will not make the same mistakes. But let's just chalk them up to, you know what? It's, the initi- it's, it's part of the initiation process, right? We didn't know better, and so we couldn't do better at the time. But hopefully today going forward, we can do better. And so like many people, you know, I've learned about money by observing and by trial and error and a lot of error at that. And so today we're going to pause. We're going to take a deep breath. All right, let it go. And we're going to forgive ourselves for our money mistakes of the past. And we're going to forgive anyone else that had a part in our money mistakes. And we're going to move forward. And so now that we've identified our childhood patterns, we've talked about um, how our current patterns mirror our childhood behaviors. And then we've forgiven ourselves for our money mistakes. Those are three pretty big steps. But we're moving forward here. Now it's time to change the script. It's in your hands. It's your story to write. Let's write it differently. And so remember the scarcity thoughts that I talked about? Well, let's flip them. Let's let go of the self-limiting beliefs, the beliefs that you can never get out of debt or that you can never make more money or that you'll continue the same cycle as your parents and grandparents. We are letting go of those beliefs. You can get out of debt. Immigrants can and will build wealth and generational wealth at that. You can invest and know how to invest based on your own risk appetite. And I hope that you continue to, whenever you find yourself trying to say those self-limiting thoughts, flip the script on yourself. Stop yourself and say things differently. A key to establishing a solid money mindset is first being grounded in your why, right? Why does having a good money mindset even matter to you? 
Why do you want your situation to change? What are your financial goals? Your why? You know what it'll do for you? Your why will give you the motivation to go on and build good money habits. And so as you're thinking through how you're going to shift your money mindset, think about your why. For someone, their why can be to be in a position to to pay for college for their kids since they didn't have that opportunity. Another why might be to retire early. Another why might be to build wealth and contribute to certain aspects of the community for which you have a burden in your heart for. Whatever your why is, know your why. But you know what? I truly hope that your why is bigger than just buying the next big car. I hope that it is bigger than yourself. But whatever it is, whatever it is, know your why. All right, this is good. This is good. How am I, how, how are you guys doing? Am I coming for you? Or are you feeling good? Are you feeling like you can make changes? Another thing that will help you shift your money mindset is really how you think about things. Having an attitude, a constant attitude of contentment and gratitude makes a world of a difference. What do you already have in your hands? Are you content with that? Or do you have a continuous desire for more? Choosing to sit back and literally count your blessings will help change your perspective on how you look at things and what you have and what you don't have. Gratitude is not so far from contentment. I think they actually work hand in hand. hand. A constant attitude of gratitude will keep your mindset as one of abundance. I'm thankful for the roof over my head. I'm thankful for my family that loves me unconditionally. I'm thankful that while I have to take out student loans to get an education, I'm thankful that I have the opportunity to go to to a great college and have access to, to, to funding for my education because others may not be in the same boat. Contentment and gratitude. Always, always. And I'm going to go into my last point. Stop the comparison. Like, for real, for real, stop it. Stop it. Like, I know, I get it. Social media makes it so, so, so easy to get sucked into the comparison game. We compare ourselves to our siblings, to our friends, to celebrities, influencers that we don't know, we've never met, we will never meet. Comparison can build resentment. And what can you build from a place of resentment? What good is resenting someone on an entirely different path from yours? You don't know the details of their lives and you're diverting your own attention from what matters. And even if you did know the details of their lives, even if they did have things easier than you, how is comparing yourself to them going to actually help you? The only thing you're going to do is make you feel worse about your accomplishments or lack thereof. The only thing you should compare yourself to is the goals that you have set for yourself. If you're not, if you're comparing yourself to anything else, I repeat, if you're comparing yourself to anything else than to your own goals, then I tell you, you have missed the mark. And make no mistake, I'm not saying don't be inspired by others, but you know when you're comparing yourself to a point where you start feeling a feeling of, sometimes it could be jealousy or just feeling like you're behind or that you're in such a place of lack because of what someone else has. 
Your feeling of self-worth should never be driven by something outside of you. And so there's one thing I want you to take away from this. Pay attention to this. And when you see yourself in that space of comparison, call yourself out and have people around you to hold you accountable to this. And step away from the comparison. If it's someone on social media, unfollow them or mute what they say until you're able to be in a good place. That's okay. That is actually self-care. There's no awards for following a celebrity that makes you feel bad or just somebody that makes you feel bad. And if it's someone in your world that makes you feel bad about what you're doing, how about you flip the script on yourself and ask them for help? You know, if you need tips on what they've done in managing their finances, ask them for tips. Chances are they'll be willing to help you at least share what they've done. And so I'm going to wrap this up, right? I hope you've been thinking about your money mindset over as we've had this conversation. I hope you've taken the time to identify kind of your initial sources or exposure to, to, to behaviors in your childhood. And then you've then kind of reconciled that to your own behaviors that you exhibit today. I hope you've made a decision to make take simple steps. We're not asking you to change the world here. Just take simple steps such as practicing contentment and gratitude, not comparing yourself to others acknowledging your mistakes, forgiving yourself and others, and making a decision to move forward and then make better financial choices. Thinking about things from a place of abundance because there is room for more, there's room for you to build, and, and, and stopping that scarcity mindset and putting a, putting a kibosh on any self-limiting thoughts. It's time to switch the script. It's time to flip your money mindset. And so once we do that, we're truly, truly ready for more. So rich immigrants, are you ready for an abundance mindset? Are you ready to do things differently? Because we're going to share so many financial tips in future episodes. I want to make sure that we have taken care of the foundation because if we build on sand, we're not going anywhere. So I hope that you're taking building blocks and you're putting rocks and you're setting yourself up for success. And not just you, share this with at least one other person in your life because what's the point if just one person wins? Let everybody win together and you go further when we go together. Hey there, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Rich Immigrant Podcast. Before you go, I'd like you to know that there will always be room for you at this table. And as I wrap this up, I'd like to ask for your help with a few things to help support and amplify the message of the podcast. First, please subscribe. Click the subscribe button and that way you're notified of new episodes. Second, if you enjoyed this episode, please write and review the podcast. That way you're signaling to Apple that the content here is, you know what? popping and you amplify our message to other potential listeners and last but not least please follow us at instagram at the rich immigrant and as we go out into the world i hope that you're encouraged to show up and live fully in whatever country you've chosen to call home ciao bye see you next time